Key participants suddenly revealed the true purpose of the big January 4th Oval Office meeting. While January 6th rally did come up at the end, it wasn't the reason for the meeting. By Brian Cates. The January 6th committee has been keenly interested in a meeting that took place inside the White House on January 4th, 2021, seeking any and all documentation and records and testimony about what took place that day. The participants of that key meeting were President Donald J. Trump, Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley, Acting Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller, Cash Patel, the narrative for the past year and a half has been that this January 4th meeting inside the White House's Oval Office was about making security preparations for the massive rally Trump planned to hold in just two days at the Ellipse on the National Mall. President Trump had loudly claimed for more than a year and a half since January 6th that he authorized up to 20,000 National Guard to provide security to both the city of Washington, D.C. and to the U.S. Capitol building. All D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser or the Capitol Police or Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from Italy, had to do was request the troops and would have deployed. But despite the fact the 20,000 guard authorization was available, neither Bowser, Pelosi, nor the Capitol Police made any request for that level of troops. Because of all the attention focused on the claim of Trump's authorization of 20,000 National Guard, it's been assumed by all involved that the key White House meeting two days prior to January 6th had been about the upcoming rally on the National Mall. But that doesn't seem to be accurate. It wasn't until both Patel and Miller were guests being interviewed on Sean Hannity's Fox News program that two of the key participants of this January 4th meeting suddenly pulled back the curtain and revealed what the real purpose of the meeting had been. And it turns out the real purpose of this key meeting in the Oval Office wasn't about making security preparations for the January 6th rally. That was discussed, but only at the end, as the meeting had started to break up when Trump brought it up. The actual purpose of this highest level meeting between the President, the Joint Chief, the Acting Secretary of Defense and his Chief of Staff was to discuss how to deal with a viable and active foreign threat directed at the United States. Watch the video below and hear both Patel and then Miller make this startling revelation. Several witnesses uh, who say they met with President Trump on January 4th, and he offered some 20,000 National Guardsmen uh, to protect the Capitol building on January 6th, but the offer was rejected. Is that true? Do you know that to be true? Well, his own acting Secretary of Defense says that's not true. Chris Miller has testified publicly that Donald Trump never issued any order to deploy the Guard to protect the Capitol. Uh, and, and so I would point people to his own Secretary of Defense's public testimony. So the four of you that I've had an opportunity to interview now confirm that on January 4th in the Oval Office that 
you heard Donald Trump authorize up to 20,000 troops, Cash Patel, uh, two days before January 6th even happened. Tell us about that meeting. Yeah, it's not one of those. Thanks again, Sean, like Chris said, for having us, especially on D-Day, to talk about this serious matter. It's not one of those meetings you forget. The Secretary of Defense, Chris Miller, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, the Chief of Staff to the President of the United States of America, Mark Meadows, and the President of the United States himself in the Oval Office talking about some of the most serious national security threats we were facing. And then we pivoted to setting up for January 6th, and Mr. Trump unequivocally authorized up to 20,000 National Guards men and women for us to utilize should the second part of the law, the request, come in. But those requests never did, as you highlighted. Look, let, me, let me be very clear. Both of you said this under oath under the threat of a penalty of perjury to the committee? Oh, absolutely, Sean. And to be clear, Cash brought it up best. The meeting was uh, one of it was one of the serious kind of heavy meetings I've been in, and it was about a foreign threat that was directed towards the United States, which obviously we can't talk to for about for fear of you know ended up in jail. And uh, so I want to I, I kind of want to like be clear. The president, as we're leaving, it says, "Hey, one more thing," and we all sat back down and we discussed what was going on in January 6. I don't want to because I think that's important to bring up so that the opposition doesn't get this idea that this was the purpose of the meeting. The president was doing exactly what I expect the commander in chief to do, any commander in chief to do. He was looking at the broad threats against the United States and he brought this up as on his own. We did not bring it up. Cash Patel spoke first, taking a question from Hannity about Liz Cheney lying about the 20,000 National Guard that Trump had authorized and turning that into an opportunity to drop a bombshell live on the air. After getting the setup question from Hannity, instead of immediately going into the security prep for the January 6th rally, which Cheney is, of course, lying about, Patel instead began revealing the incredibly serious nature of the actual reason that that meeting was happening. Patel said that this meeting was actually about, and I quote, some of the most serious national security threats we were facing. Having dropped that the meeting was actually about several serious national security threats, Patel went on to explain that January 6th did come up at the end. When it was Miller's turn to discuss the January 4th, 2021 meeting, he added a stunning detail of his own. The former acting Secretary of Defense said in a completely serious manner that he had to be careful not to go too far discussing this foreign threat directed towards the United States because if he wasn't careful, he might end up in jail. Such a strange statement seems to directly imply the foreign threat was real and details of that threat are still a highly classified matter of national security a year and a half later. Christopher Miller does not want to end up in jail, so he made it clear when discussing the real reason for the January 4th meeting, the, quote, foreign national security threat directed towards the United States, he was choosing his words with extreme care. Were Trump, Milley, Miller, and Cash discussing 
hostile actions committed against the United States by a foreign power working in concert with domestic agents that rose to the level of an actual act of war in that January 4th, 2021 meeting? If so, what was discussed at that meeting would be classified at the very highest levels. The way Miller describes it to Hannity, this meeting to discuss a serious foreign national security threat had actually concluded and the participants were departing when the president suddenly had a Columbo moment and brought up the January 6th rally, causing the other three men to sit back down and continue a discussion that had, as Patel said, pivoted to setting up for January 6th. It was at that point that Trump authorized the use of up to 20,000 National Guard if the D.C. Mayor or Speaker Pelosi requested it, which of course they did not, as Patel notes. Trump authorized the National Guard if it was requested and his authorization was ignored, something that Trump has been bringing up repeatedly, especially since the January 6th committee began its televised hearings. There's a lot of confusion around the issue of Trump authorizing up to 20,000 National Guard. He can authorize it and have them ready to deploy, but that's all he can do. The president himself does not send the National Guard anywhere. He can authorize the Guard to be ready and available, but until the city or congressional authorities make the necessary request, nothing will happen. The Guard will not be deployed. And this is the real story of what happened on January 6th. Trump had let the right people know that 20,000 National Guard were available to keep the peace in D.C. and at the National Mall and at the Capitol building if they requested it. And the people who had to request it made a point of not requesting it. Now that the true purpose of the January 4th Oval Office meeting is starting to emerge, and we know it was about an extremely serious foreign threat directed at the United States, what does this mean for the current political situation? If the J6 committee insists on digging into this January 4th meeting and subpoenaing all the records and documentation, what if they end up inadvertently exposing the serious foreign national security threat directed towards the United States that the January 4th meeting was actually about, a matter so classified that Chris Miller admitted he had to be careful not to disclose highly classified national security secrets. And that brings up another fascinating question. Is the J6 committee just a smokescreen for the deep state and its World Economic Forum backers and foreign handlers learning just how much Trump and the U.S. military knew about this foreign threat directed at the United States. What did they know about any domestic agents that might be working in coordination with the foreign power or powers behind this national security threat? Are they not only seeking more information regarding how much Trump, Miller, Milley, and Patel knew about this threat, but also what concrete steps, plans, or operations these men might have put into play to counter or nullify this foreign threat. Are Pelosi and Schumer and Schiff and Cheney using the J6 committee as some kind of glorified fishing expedition into a highest classified national security matter? Given 
what both Patel and Miller have now publicly revealed about that January 4th meeting, serious journalists would have serious questions they would want to try to find the answers to. What was the serious foreign threat these four men were discussing that day? Which foreign country or countries were involved in directing that threat towards the United States? What actions or countermeasures against this foreign threat did the president and his advisors authorize or order that day, if any? Some 18 months have passed since this top-secret national security briefing was held in the White House. What's the current status of that foreign threat? Is the threat still active or has it been successfully countered at this point? These are the kinds of questions that would be asked if we had a real news media in the United States.